Well, welcome back to Grasshopper's Patriot Podcast. Um, kind of uh, on the go today, uh, getting ready for the holidays. Um, actually here at uh, the Brendan Mall, the local mall here. Um, but I had to do this uh, this one because I really feel like uh, um, like these are a few things that kind of need to be addressed. <sighs> so what are we dealing with this whole COVID, this whole, uh, uh, this mass hypnosis that we've kind of seen over the last, uh, almost two years, uh, basically, um, in psychology, it's what, uh, sometimes, sometimes they refer to as mass formation. It's, uh, it's a, uh, kind of a type of uh, mass psychosis, where people are uh, made to be afraid uh, and uh, put in a position where there is uh, a hopeless situation, a situation that seems hopeless, that they uh, don't feel like there's any way out of. And usually there's a solution that is offered, a single um, uh, a single solution that is said to be, well, like the silver bullet in terms of whatever the thing is that's causing the fear. Well, this mass formation, I've been thinking about it, and some of the things that I've come to conclude and how they've been able to perpetrate this whole thing is um, that there have been a, quite a few uh, deceptive tactics that have been used. Me being in the medical field, um, I've been around this stuff for well over a decade. Um, So some of the things that they're trying to change now that have always been, um, that have always been known facts or things that we know uh, as uh, employees or, um, you know, those that are around the medical field like on a regular basis there's a few things that <clears throat> I've noticed that have kind of caught my eye that they've completely changed they've turned them on a te- they've turned these things on their head uh, in order to push the narrative and there are things that if you would t- have told anyone uh, five years ago that there was some virus that was being passed around from person to person, uh, people that have no symptoms or asymptomatic transmission that you would have just been laughed out of the room, regardless of who you were or where you were or who you were with or where you worked. So that's the first thing I want to talk about is asymptomatic transmission. Now, I don't care what Dr. Fauci says. Asymptomatic transmission is not a thing. It's never been a thing. And the suggestion that that is something that is possible has allowed them to push uh, some of the more draconian measures such as lockdowns. Uh, Think about it. I mean, they wouldn't have been able to tell everybody to lock down if they only would have been recognizing the people with symptoms. So one of the instrumental components of being able to institute lockdowns 
uh, on the masses had to do with asymptomatic transmission. And that was something that five years ago, the medical community would have never entertained that as an idea at all. Well, they changed it. Most people don't understand that that type of thing, that, that that's not a thing. That it's something that whether you're, you know, epidemiolo- epidemiology or virology or immunology, that's, you know, it's just kind of a given. The, the second thing I wanted to talk about was the difference in the terminology, the definitions of uh, a pandemic as opposed to an epidemic. And it turns out this one has not been changed recently. This one was actually changed. The definition of a pandemic was actually changed back in 2009, but it was also coinciding with another I guess so-called outbreak that we had at the time. That was this good old swine flu, uh, which I had, by the way. That was was not was not pleasant. But then again, I'm still here. Um, so that was when they changed the definition of pandemic. Now, prior to 2009, a pandemic was generally one of the requirements or the criteria to meet the to meet the criteria of a pandemic was for there to be widespread or skyrocketing. I think it's widespread mortality, meaning that the death rate or the mortality rate had to be astronomical uh, across the affected areas. So the, the mortality factor and the death factor uh, had been taken out of the definition of pandemic since 2009. Um, so that is a really important thing to note because in reality, even of COVID, the mortality rate is extremely low. Um, for a virus with a 99 Point, well, an average of about a 99.4 or 0.5% uh, survival rate, uh, which amounts to a half percent or less of the actual death. And that was, I mean, a year ago. Um, the way that the whole thing is going now with therapeutics and with uh, things that they're using to treat and to help patients recover, even in the face of uh, doctors having their uh, medical license revoked and pharmacies refusing to dispense things like ivermectin and um, hydroxychloroquine, we still have a much better survival rate now than we did initially. And even initially, and I've explained this in some of my uh, past um, shows that um, even initially, you know, they were throwing COVID onto pretty much every death in every hospital because they actually got money for it. There was COVID being slapped on death certificates all over the place uh, for things like, you know, people would be admitted to the hospital for gunshots or 
were in there for injuries from car accidents and they just so happened to test positive even minus of symptoms uh, when they got into the hospital and then when they died of their injuries they, they slapped COVID. That, that's a number by the way that we're never going to be able to rectify or resolve because it was a year plus in the past and to go back and look at all those cases is is basically impossible. So uh, a lot of the so-called COVID deaths were not actually COVID deaths. Uh, the people died from either other comorbidities, which, you know, it, at this point, it's just hard to tell. Um, so the third thing I want to talk about is uh, the difference between um, influenza and COVID as far from a, from a testing standpoint. From a testing standpoint, uh, back in July of this year, of 2021, it actually was a, it was a memo that was actually released to laboratories. I got it from the Department of Health because I'm a nurse in the state of Florida and they give us updates like this uh, pretty frequently. Um, so basically it was a memo to laboratories telling them that they were recalling the PCR test for a diagnosis of COVID-19 because, um, well, in, just to make a long story short, basically they were saying that they needed to change to a test that could actually differentiate between influenza and COVID. Um, kind of inadvertently, I think definitely inadvertently admitting that the tests that they were using that they said that were the most accurate were actually could not tell the difference between flu and COVID. Then when you go and you look at the flu numbers for 2020, uh, you notice that the flu cases went down to just a minute number. I mean, a, a number so low countrywide that it's flat out ridiculous. And people were asking, well, where did the COVID or where did the uh, flu cases go? And of course, well, of course, the idiot crowd comes out and says, oh, well, it w we didn't get as much of it because we were all wearing masks and social distancing, which <sighs> I had an RN tell me that I had a nurse that I worked with tell me that. And gosh, it, it just does not give me great hope for the medical profession when you have so-called professionals that, that act with, with that, uh, that level of idiocy. Um, so, but the, the reason why we were seeing less flu is because they were going to test for COVID using a PCR test and they were only looking for COVID they weren't looking to diagnose flu. All of the attention or focus was on COVID. So when they went to go do a PCR test and it came back positive, then they're like, oh, you've got COVID. Well, it might've been the flu. Well, so that is basically um, where, where they were able to kind of go and fudge the numbers with the flu and increase the number of COVID. So these were just some things I felt like it had to get out there. Um, um, 
we're basically um, we're, we're watching all this play out in real time. This House of Cards is going to come down real soon. Um, we're, this narrative is not going to be able to stand much longer. Um, I'm just going to be thrilled to death to watch this whole thing uh, come cr- come uh, crashing down. Uh, but until next time, uh, Grasshoppers Patriot Podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs>